welcome to the Glow Podcast with Dr. Lan. Our purpose is to inspire and equip you to live a purposeful and maximized life that makes a glowing difference in your world to God's glory. For more inspiring content from Dr. Land, visit our website at www.pastorland.com and follow at Pastor Land on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Now let's listen in and be inspired. Great to, to be back live on Facebook for the Live 360, um, Live 360 broadcast for today. We've been having a great time on these chats uh, that we've been having with different uh, individuals, wonderful people, you know, that have been sharing on this broadcast. And today I have uh, two wonderful guests, um, people that I really, really love and you know, I, I really, really believe in them. I admire them and um, I love what they are doing. I love who they are. Um, I believe in their vision. So excited about um, the impact that they are making, you know, through their lives, through their stories. And they, I'm privileged to have them here today to have this discussion. So we're going to have a wonderful hour uh, uh, today. Just, you know, we're, today we're talking about creativity, we're talking about innovation, uh, we're talking about how you can maximize your life um, at this time uh, through creativity and innovation and strategic thinking. So I have with me um, today, I have my wonderful brother, um, Ruti Mikende of God Culture, God Culture. So you're going to hear a little bit more about him. He's such a, he's a, like I said, I said they are they are polymaths. You know, they are very versed in various subjects and also multi-talented individuals. Um, I remember the first time that you know two of them met, I was like, you know, you guys need to connect together because you have some similarities. Uh, Rotim is a very creative person. I've known him for many, 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 many years, um, and he's just somebody that I admire and somebody of great impact. So Rotim, uh, glad to to have you here uh, on the Live 360 chat today. Thank you so much, Pastor Lan. It's such a big, huge honor to be here and just to be part of, of this conversation. Thank you. And then I have success, success, Equayong. Uh, he's actually joining us uh, from Florida. Uh, two of us are in Chicago, but he's joining us from Florida today. Success is Another amazing individual. I met him some years ago. Um, we, we, the first time I met him and we had some conversation, I just, I was like, this is, this is a solid person. Uh, this is somebody who has a vision um, of leadership and impact uh, for the continent of Africa. And then he was in Nigeria. I remember we had that conversation. I was like, you know, I think you need to come to the U.S. and you know, study, I don't know how the conversation went. Maybe you talk about it later. And then, you know, he came in and then he's in school. They just did a video on him recently at his school. Just about, you know, his resilience and excellence. And, you know, he's just a wonderful person. And both of them, are, they've, they've all participated in the Leading Lights training. They actually were in the same course of Leading Lights yeah. training organized by the Light Development Center. So, success. Welcome to the Light360 broadcast. 
Thank you so much, Pastor. I, I, am, I am glad to be here. Thank you for the opportunity and thanks for the invitation. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And then I want to thank all, the, all those of us joining us uh, from different places, the Little Light Network and other places on this, on this broadcast, on the different pages on Facebook and uh, YouTube. So I want to thank you for, uh, for being a part of this uh, broadcast today. So if you want to join the conversation, just type into the, the Facebook. If you want to ask a question of the panelists, I will pick it up there and then I will ask them uh, the you know, the question. So let's get into it now. So um, let's start with you, uh, Rotimi. Tell us a little bit about yourself. So who is Rotimi Kainde? Wow. Who you are, what you do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Pastor Lan. Um, and hello, everyone watching all around the world, I'm sure. Uh, thank you for joining in today. Well, my name is Rotimi Kainde, as Pastor Lan uh, just said. Um, I founded um, God Culture. Many years ago, while I was on the college campus, trying to figure out my purpose, and it was—it's really been um, a journey, really exploring the fullness of what God has called me to do through that platform. I'm also an entrepreneur. I work full time through my company, Kingdom Branding. Um, we have an amazing team of, of creatives who walk around the clock, helping to deploy brands for different customers. Um, and I love working on uh, experiential marketing. That's what we've been really jumping into. And most recently, we launched our first app for our company, and we're getting ready to step into app development as a company. Um, I love teaching about purpose. I cannot imagine anyone living life without knowing what they are called to do. And so my passion, I'm very passionate about teaching purpose and helping people figure out purpose. Um, to complete what I'm saying, I went to Leading Lights, the Leading Lights program where Pastor Lan literally took a drill and put some stuff in our heads uh, over three days. And that really inspired me to discover what my true platform is to be able to express my purpose. And I think I'll share some of that today. But that's, that's why I'm in a nutshell. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Rotimi. Appreciate that. Uh, success. Tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who is success? I love your name. Your name is, you know. <laughs> I'm jealous, you know. I want a name that is that precise. <laughs> <laughs> I used to hear, you know, I many um, often you hear people say, "Oh, I really like your name," and I'm like, um, "Well, um, <laughs> I wish I was as excited as you are bearing the name, you know, because." While a lot of people like it, you know, so much and get excited, you know, I get to do the hard part of it. I get to bear the burden of it, you know. Um, and and you cannot just like people say, you can't say you're a success and never had failures, you know. So um, the the failure is part of who you are, you know. It's part of uh, um, part of the process, part of the name. If you accept the name, you got to embrace the process, right? So it's uh, but I tell people, hey, um, you better know what you're calling for. You know, like this lady who met me once at school and said, ah, I think I found a name for my son. I was like, ah, you better know what you're inviting, you know. Um, but I'm, I'm grateful to be here. My name is Success. I, I am doing, <laughs> I would say I'm keeping up <laughs> with the name. Um, but um, I, I, am, I study here at the University of South Florida. I should be graduating in a few months. Um, in fact, I have just two classes to go. Um, 
studying business analytics and information systems with a concentration in cybersecurity. I am very, very passionate about leadership in national transformation. I'm very, I am, I am crazy about it. I, it, it burdens my heart when I see the dramas that happens when it comes to politics, governance, in leadership, community development. And I mean, I see basic things that can actually make huge impact and um, yet we see so much chaos and certain things actually trigger those things. And of course, coming to um, the kingdom side of it, like really, really seeing a lot of things that we as, uh, as kingdom people should be doing strategically at this time, or even before now, you know, um, gray areas. I, I used to hear Miles Moreau say things like the church is usually like 19 years, you know, behind trends or what's going on. And, and that used to concern me, but I mean, as of today, we can see why that statement is so valid. So, um, but that has always been on my heart. So I study here um, at the University of South Florida. I just started, it took me some time, but I just began my nonprofit. I just registered it. It's called Upsurge International. Um, I actually decided for the name at, um, at a Leading Light program. And um, it, it was hard to put that platform together because there were a lot of things that, you know, thinking of how to put them all in, you know, but um, we're able to put that together, have some amazing people already who are supporting us and um, uh, driving the thing. So very soon would would make some public appearance, but now it's in the works because um, it's like, you want to build a skyscraper at the foundation, you can't, you can't be too in a hurry with it, you know? So um, I'm excited. I've been very involved in a lot of leadership opportunities and positions here in the US and back in Africa when, you know, back, back, back in the days, I would say, <laughs> you know? So, and I've seen all sorts of things. I've participated in a lot of uh, opportunities to support ministries and, uh, you know, council friends and, you know, and things like that. So I'm excited. I, I, I had the opportunity to come for, come for Leading Light program. I, I was, I, I think it was a brainwashing session we had, you know, um, <laughs> it was, it was so intense. It was, I, I, you know, I came with a lot of materials that for that program to like maybe have some private time to work on those things myself. But I, I, I couldn't work on any of those things because information the download for that weekend alone was just too much you know I, I got back to wherever I was putting up and I had to think through the night the next morning we're back again I mean I'm just so excited we had the opportunity and I I mean I'm looking forward to probably a refresher you know so but um, thank you very much and I'm glad to be here I hope we're able to uh, share some things with with everyone listening yeah thank you thank you for success thank you both of you so let's start um so this corona thing just hit the world. Um, <laughs> a lot of people were not prepared for it. You know, so maybe some were prepared and all that. I mean, having gone through several weeks of it, uh, from your own life, from your, from your own experiences, what are some of the opportunities that you have seen from this period that you can share or that you have you know, used or that you, or that you see uh, regarding this period? And routinely you can go first awesome yeah i i you know i sat myself down one day and i really thought about it because a lot of i was kind of waiting i was like i'm gonna wait for four weeks and then kind of see what happens and then we'll go back to normal 
Um, you know, I asked the entire team to work from home. Um, we've been working remotely through this period, um, observing social distancing and all that. And I thought to myself, I said that I need to figure out a way to measure the impact of not adapting and growing in this season. And I need to use that as a benchmark and ask myself if I really just want to watch and observe or if I want to take advantage of the situation and what that would look like. So that really helped me change my mentality around um, and ask myself, what's some things that I can start to do that would really help me in this season to do maybe, let's say maybe two things. One, to grow inwardly, and then two, to grow outwardly. And so the first one was that, uh, just to share a couple, a couple of points here, one is don't panic, you know, because the, the entire um, media, the media escape, the, the world is panicking, is in panic mode. And so the first thing is don't panic. Uh, if you study um, global crisis, uh, if you just look at historically what has happened in our history, right from the Bible, right from when Joseph became prime minister, if you kind of look through the trends, you realize that in those um, seasons or periods of pandemics and global um, issues, that some people always somehow make a lot of money <laughs> and some people yeah. don't. You know, and it's really about rethinking and changing your perspective about how to deal with crisis. So number one is don't panic because if you panic, you're gonna make bad decisions. Bad decisions are gonna to lead to worse um, decisions. Um, the second point here is, is to kind of analyze, right? Do a lot of research, ask yourself, what are those things that, you know, I can put in place today to help me um, survive and go through this period? I was sharing with a lady a few days ago who called me and, you know, we're talking about purpose and she said, I'm really trying to figure out what to do now. I'm freaking out. This is bad. I've lost my job. Um, you know, um, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out what to do next. And so we were able to create a, a plan. And it was just a very simple three-point plan. One was what we call the survival plan. Um, two was what we call the future plan. All right. And so the survival plan is really don't panic. Figure out what you can do in the immediate to sustain yourself. Figure out what support you can get, maybe through the government or church communities that are around you that are there to help support you through this period. And then two is the future plan is, what can I do in the future? And what do I need to learn? What do I need to invest in today to help me get into that future? Because this thing has changed how we live forever. And then the middle plan is, what are the next top three things that I can do within the next few weeks, right, to help me to start putting all these things into action. So to recap that one is don't panic. What can I do um, about my current situation? Get, getting immediate help, right? There's the PPP, the payroll protection program if you're a small business owner. There's church, if you know, communities, and there are other nonprofit organizations that are helping people in this time. Two is what is the future? What do I need to adapt to? What do I need to change for the future to be sustainable in the future? And three, what are three top things that I can do now as actionable steps to begin to move myself in the direction of the future? So just to give you a nutshell of what I'm implementing um, in my life and helping people navigate. Thank you very much. That's very apt. So deal with it now and then look, look into the future while all this, all this is going on. But know that it's an opportunity. And don't panic. That's so important. Don't yeah. panic. Don't, don't be scared. It's an opportunity. Thank you. Success. So, so what's what's your own mind? What um what what advice do you have for people at this time? I mean I think the opportunities that, and yeah, how to navigate it. 
I think Rod Timmy did a, I mean, an amazing job on that. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, survival and also just checking out for things to do. But one of the things that I decided to do was not, um, which I probably would recommend, is, is not to be the one to be encouraged. Or in a way, it's not like there are moments when you need encouragement. I mean, everyone does. Everyone needs a, a dose of that often. But be the one to give encouragement. Be the one who is seeking out for people, whether they deserve it or not, whether they're younger than you, your mates or older, check on them, ask them questions, you know. Um, is there something you want me to pray with you about? Is there something going on? You know, um, so I saw, I saw this, I saw this as an opportunity for people to really brighten their lights, people spread your light, share your, your faith. I mean, personally, I, I don't think I have panicked at all. Um, I have, uh, my journey in the U.S., I've been on the borderline from day one, you know, I've been on the faith track on day one. I've not had a moment where it's like, okay, cool. All right, let's just chill. <laughs> you know, you just, you, you, and when you stay on that kind of track for a long time, you know, um, territories like this become a little bit normal where you're not, mm. you're not so moved around. And that's probably, this is probably an opportunity for people who aren't so used to chaos, who are not um, very used to, um, moments where things are not going as smoothly as they want because these times will always come. But if you're able to navigate this time very well. So, I mean, part of what I do daily, I mean, I, I listen to all sorts of, I've been listening to tapes. I've been praying like crazy. I've been studying whatever I can study. I have, you know, I mean, trying to top things on. I, I have drawn up a new schedule for myself. Things I must wipe out within the next three months arrange the books I must close in the next week. I'm even getting to find opportunity. Some opportunities are boiling. I'm just waiting for this COVID to be over, you know? So, um, and some friends shared them with me and um, I've been sharing with some friends too. And it's crazy. People are positioning themselves. A lot of things are going on. So I'm like, wait, who is really panicking? Who is crying? Who is, you know, I'm, and I'm like, I'm thinking, you know, um, uh, my my thesis, for instance, or oh, sorry, my I, one of the classes I took in this semester that just ended was I had to do a thesis, and I did a thesis on um, um, human capital development uh, of, of focus for um, developing countries, you know, um, Africa as a focus. So my professors actually I just got distinction in it, and it's a lot of work, you know, what I what had gone into that. And so, um, which is interestingly, it's part of the organization. Like I took my, my, my professors allowed me to use my emerging NGO that I just talked about as the thesis, you know, as part of maybe part of what we want to do on that platform for the thesis itself. So they got me really excited. My design thinking professors and all of that who, you know, they teach P PhD level design thinking. So they, 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 they've been on my, uh, they've been my guide in that process and, you know, so all through this past few months from home, we've been just working, cleaning it up, cleaning it up. And um, I, I think and one of the things that I started doing recently was, okay, because we're going to launch it in Nigeria last month. We're going to, we're going to launch some, some part of it in Nigeria just last month before. In fact, that was the day 
uh, one of my team member was going to fly out from um, from uh, New York to Nigeria. The very day she was supposed to leave the U.S. was the day Nigeria shut their border. So, um, and we're, we're supposed to launch three projects that month. So everything just went quiet. So what we've been trying to do lately is how we can explore the online platform, how we can um, launch it online and all of that, which is really, really fascinating. I think it, it, work, it will probably work better for us. Um, so it's been a busy one and um, um, just reflecting and also connecting with people, building new relationships and um, you know, having even some time to listen to people you've never really listened to before, you know, yeah. deep dive into very serious issues. And it's shocking some of the kind of information I have, I have learned, you know, within this time, things I'd never known were happening in this country, things I never knew were happening around the world. I mean, um, it's, it, it's, it's been an exciting time. And I, 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 I just hope that um, <laughs> it I know, not continues like this, but uh, we keep getting the best out of the situation. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. So, uh, thank, uh, thank you for sharing. Now, one of the tendencies of people at such times as this is that they become consumers. Now, if they are consuming good stuff, like what um, Success was talking about, like, you know, getting information and all that, but people get bored and they get so caught up. There are a lot of things going on on social media now, you know, Netflix binging, uh, you know, just... You know, just I mean, I watch Netflix. You know, I, I do all that. So there's nothing wrong in watching Netflix or binging once in a while. But I just want you guys to speak to being a producer, you know, a creator versus just being a consumer. So I know that you know uh, one of the opportunities of this season is because people are taking their pause. That there is some kind of atmosphere for creating. Uh, I've been sharing about uh, Isaac Newton that, you know, during the, uh, the, great, uh, the great plague of, you know, Great Britain that took place, took place in 1665, he was in Cam Cambridge as a student. So they, they told everybody to go on social distancing. So they were off campus, people were separated. It was during that time, while he was on the farm in his, in his house, that's when he came up with you know, the, the part that I con uh, contributed to the development of calculus. That's uh, when it came up with uh, his work on light and, you know, prism uh, and so on. And that's where that story of the apple falling on his head, even though that's not really a true story, but mm -hmm. it, was still, it was there, you know, under the tree. That's where he, he first of all began to develop what became the laws of gravity, laws of motion and all that. So by the time he got back to Cambridge in 1667, within six months or so, they made him a fellow. And he practically changed the world through a pandemic that took place that forced everybody to be isolated. Uh, so, uh, Rotimi, I, I know you're a very creative person. I, I can say that you are probably the most creative person that I know. Oh. So, thank yeah, you, Pastor I'm, I'm saying that. <laughs> thank you so, so Lots of pressure. So tell, us, tell, us, <laughs> tell us something about that. Like, how can, I mean, how can people be creative at this time in their own way? You know, everybody mm. has some kind of creativity. How can, you know, so just stick to that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for saying that, Pastor. That means a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, well, I, I'll give a few points of how, you know, you can be, be creative and how you can kind of take opportunities in this season. Um, and I just also want to balance that with the fact that, you know, if, if, if you know anyone who's going through, you know, COVID or, you know, like, again, we, we, we understand and we, we're praying and we understand the seriousness of what's going on. But the other part of that is also realizing that there's, there are opportunities out there that you can take advantage of. Um, and the first thing is that, and I just, I just give you a few points that has really helped me. Um, one would, would be to kind of think about what your online presence is going to be today. Um, the reason is that a lot of people are on their phones, a lot of people are on the internet now because you know people are at home more. And so you want to think about that. What are you going to present? How will you present yourself online? Now that could be through your landing page, could be through your social media, whatever it is. You want to think about what is my online presence? How do, how do, I, want, how do I make sure that when people find me, that they can get access to whatever it is that I'm offering? The second thing is really developing products and courses, thinking through what are some things that you know, people need today. Um, I've used a philosophy that I've really shared across my company is be human, right? There's so much information out there today. And so what kind of information do I want? That's how I'm going to present the information that I'm giving to other people, by being human. So being human today is really one empathy, thinking about what other people are going through. People want information, people want correct information. To people want to be able to solve certain problems. We'll give you a very good example. There's uh, as a, a member, I, I don't know if he's still part of, um, of, of CD Light, but um, he has a, an app that allows you to order Nigerian food here in the US. That's a big deal. Yeah. When this thing started, yeah. yeah, I grabbed my phone immediately, went to that app, and I was able to download, I, I was able to order at least, I think, two or three tubers of yam with serilac and pig milk, mm -hmm. which are my favorite things that I need during a pandemic, because I knew that everything was going to be shut down. So think about, think about that. Um, the fact that we just deployed you know, our app. Think about different things that people would need today. People need consulting. People need your mind right now. So this is a very good opportunity to be a content developer, to be someone who can do courses, um, someone that can do video content, someone that can write articles. There are people looking for great information um, today. Um, and just to go a little geeky into my world uh, in how to be creative, um, there is opportunity for experimentation right now. And it allows you to be able to test out different business strategies that you can adopt today. So, and also, you can also create different, you can highlight different target audiences and you can write out what their needs are and then create solutions or products that are targeted to those different audiences. I'll give you my final point uh, before I pass the mic. Uh, I work with um, a bunch of older um, people. I call it, we call them seniors here. So we don't, we don't call them old people. <laughs> we call them seniors, right? And uh, when this whole thing started, um, I started getting emails. Uh, they're part of my business network. So they would email me and say, oh, Ritimi, I don't know how to um, do a webinar. I'm not sure how to do a Facebook Live. I've had pastors call me uh, who never thought one, for once that they were going to need an online giving page. We just always received cash and checks through services. Now, all those things are core needs. Are those opportunities for me? Yes, because those are needs that people have. Um, so I just want you to think about that. There's so much opportunity out there. And final point, even though I said that was my final point, is also online events, like what Pastor Lan is doing right now. 
Um, so think about if you have something that you think will be beneficial to people that you can build a platform around, this is definitely the time. Thank you, thank you. That was, that was so good, so good, so good. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, success. So the question is, um, rather than just being consumers, how can people be creators at this time, take advantage of this time to actually create? For example, I've been working on books during this time. Um, we have created an LMS system to deliver our, our training. We're working on it, almost complete. You know, like some work still needs to be done on it to put courses and all that. But we were able to get a platform, put it up, you know, up there. Um, we're doing this, uh, what we're doing right now, the Light360, you know, that we started. We're working on another app, you know, for, uh, you know, for the distribution of materials, like an exchange app uh, that we're calling the A432 system uh, from Acts of the Apostles, chapter 4, verse 32, when nobody lacked wow. anything because, um, you know, everybody was sharing. So we're creating a matching app that will map, that will match need to, uh, to supply, you know, that people can wow. do that. So that is... Um, ongoing right now with the light development center um just you know different things that we're just working on you know currently just to maximize the moment and we've also discovered that you know there are a lot of funding there's a lot of willingness uh right now to fund things mm. uh, from government from other non and all that <laughs> we have gotten some good money this time you know i got the ppp got you know so so there's just some opportunities right now that people can take advantage of. So what do you advise uh, uh, success? Pastor Lamb, some of us need to move to Chicago and join because <laughs> things are happening in Chicago. Hopefully it's not happening in Florida. But um, but yeah, I mean, uh, questions like this wrote to me is uh, it's a professor in them. So he's ah, doing a good job. <laughs> uh, but this is the way I would see it. Um, there are a lot of things going on and um, a lot of things to think about, a lot of things to want to put your hands into. Uh, but people have to be very careful, have to be discreet at what they do. They have to be very selective. That's has to be a selective mm -hmm. engagement. Um, even attention has to be um, on very, very selective content, relevant content. Um, while you were talking, Pastor, I just remembered, you know, during the uh, uh, L, the, uh, the Leading Light program, um, we did something around life plan. You know, uh, uh, this is, you know, a fantastic opportunity to do a quick recheck on your life plan. Um, what, where, where have your life been going to all these years? Are you on track? Do you think you're on track? Are you really in the place where you are, because if you're not even in the place where you ought to be, then why thinking, just thinking about any other thing on that confusion is more chaos, you know? So you want to be sure that um, first, the, 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 the ship, <laughs> the ship in itself, it's on course, you know, before you start accepting um, cargoes from any other person who's trying to put stuff on you, you know, so um, this is a fantastic time to do that. Like really, really settle down and be, be comfortable with yourself. Be sure that you are on course. Um, um, if you're not sure about anything, even add that to ask myself, 
Am I doing what I ought to be doing? You know, things like that. You know, there was Socrates that said, man, know thyself. So know yourself. Know what's going on with your life. Then another way I want to look at it is look at the past. What are the things you've wanted to do in the past that you've not, that has not left your shelf? You know, that have not, yeah. you know, that, that it's like case closed, you know, I mean, we're people of God, we're, we're people of the Bible says, I would bring to your remembrance, you know, the spirit of God will bring to you those things he has said to you. So um, in the stillness of the moment, in, in, in just buying some quiet moment during this period, what are the things that comes back to you? In fact, it's probably a good prayer to pray that God remind me of things that you've asked me to do that I have not given attention to. Because it's not just enough to jump into something new when there are things piled up that God wants you to do. And that thing he wants you to do may not look relevant at the moment, but may not even look strategic to the chaos right now. But God knows why he told you to do that. Think about it. There were people whom God had told to do certain things against seasons like this. And probably they acted now. They are beneficiaries of the moment. So you never can tell because everything has their seasons and times, right? So uh, so that's part of it. Look at the past. What are those things that, you know, you're supposed to do? Uh, uh, bring out those ones that, that resonate with you strongly, that are relevant in your spirit today and the future into action. And then look at yourself right now. What are the things that are within your space that you are working on that are relevant to the future? Which ones should be thrown away? Which one or which one should be discarded? Which one should be worked on right now? Because a lot of people have quite a lot going on with them, <laughs> you know, that they need to work on. So this is another time to like get busy on those things. And then another, another thought is the future. What based on what is, because the world is never going to be the same anymore. Based on what's going on, what is my place? What is my footing? What, what advantage, what path do I have to play? What role am I to play in that future? Even the, what I call ministry before, what is it going to look like, you know, right. in, in, in the pages of events that are coming up now? Um, and then another thing I thought was important is how can I help others? You know, right now, there are people who need it, whether they are pastors, whether they are teachers, whether they are um, all kinds of people um, that I can lay my skills to, that I can um, lend some advice to, that I can support with some sort of knowledge or information that I have uncovered or discovered. It may not even be for profit, you know, but just supporting them to uh, have them enhance what they do. I mean, it's interesting. I had shared a few information with some people that I respect so much. In fact, they are like, up there, I respect them, you know, mentors of all categories and I've shared stuff with them and they really appreciated it. And it's, it's, it's helping what they do right now. You know, that may not impact you in the moment, but those are part of the opportunities that comes with this time to sow seeds that you probably would reap tomorrow, you know? So that's how I say Very it. good, thank you, thank you. So there's something you said that you know, leads to the next thing that I wanna ask both of you. So you mentioned um, the man being okay, like get yourself, get your center. Before you start adding some more things, get yourself like your purpose, strategic, uh, your future plans and all that. You know, some people have said it. I've been on different um, live broadcasts with different people. Uh, I'm invited on or whatever. And one of the common things that I've seen is that people are saying that we know that God did not send coronavirus, right? But it looks as if 
this thing has come to give us a reset. Like mm-hmm. there were certain ways that we were doing things before, especially as the church too. You know, there are certain ways that we're doing things before the church, individuals, even families, that this coronavirus is like a reset. It's like timeout. You know, the way you give your kids timeout. They've been jumping all over, just a timeout. They have to stay in one place and they set, set themselves, you know, reset themselves so that they can really be able to do things correctly. So, Rotimi, what are some things that you have observed, like the way you, we were living before or the way we we're doing church or doing things before, that this coronavirus has come to reset? What what reset are you seeing? No, I, I think I see a couple of areas where that has happened. Um, you know, with um, the idea of, you know, large church versus small group settings um, definitely is one of the conversations right now. Um, and also the virtual church, um, engaging through the digital space and having community. Um, I think if we were to look through science, we know that for sure that hum- human beings were created for relationship, one relationship with God and two relationship with one another. And so um, I think that it's important for us to have those conversations around how do we continue to increase engagement with people, um, either through coming together or also through the digital space. It's also an opportunity for evangelism on another level. The amount of, of content that's flooding um, the, the social waves right now is, is immense. And I think that churches are now beginning to embrace technology. I'm glad that at this, this particular time works for a lot of Nigerians who are able to watch um, this live. Um, and, you know, it's important for us to realize that technology is not an enemy. Um, I've had the opportunity to work with lots of pastors <laughs> over the past <laughs> few years. And, um, you know, it's like what Success said earlier, that it's like we're really trying to catch up when it comes to being at the forefront of technology. Well, that's happening right now. We're realizing that technology is important. It's important that that's part of our strategy, that we're using that to engage with people, that we're using that, you know, for helping to raise funds for for ministry. Um, We've had pastors that are really panicking because so far all they've done is, like I said earlier, just, you know, offering, offering time. Yeah. Now they don't have recurring donations. They don't have yeah. those systems in place. So that's mm-hmm. changing for for sure um, for for everyone for the church. And I think also just the global economy. Um, we most of us read this morning or was it yeah this morning that uh, the CEO of Amazon is now a trillionaire. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> which is you know uh, you know so I I think. You know, supply and demand, um, supply chain, those industries um, for sure are going to help sustain the economy. There are definitely areas that we need to look at how that's definitely going to continue to, to change um, based on what, what has happened with this thing. So I think we need to evolve um, in how we do events. I think we need to evolve in, our, in how we provide support and community to people. Um, but at the end of the day, I think we're never going to stop coming together. At the end of the day, where yeah, there are some things that will never change about the human nature. Will not, yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that no virus can think. stop. <laughs> you yeah. just, you just adapt to new ways of doing it. You know. So thank you, thank you. Um, success. So what do you say to that? Uh, what are some resets and um, adjustments that are going on right now? More <laughs> money. <laughs> <laughs> Um, honestly, 
this season, I would say, is a blessing to the church, to the body of Christ. Mm. If, um, I mean, I, I, there will be people who don't see that, uh, but I think it's, you know, was TDJF who preached the message once, and he said there are certain things that only, only, only age or only time can teach, you know. So there are things that only certain seasons can teach, you know. I just like Rotimi said, there there have been. Let me use an example. There have been pastors that I have, I have said, I can't imagine you're not online. Like you don't have. <laughs> I can't. I no, I can't believe it, sir. People, your audience, they may not even be around your community. You know, your audience may be somewhere in China or somewhere in Australia, you know, or yeah. India, you know, yeah. and somehow they didn't bulge, you know, but this is it, revival happened, you know. So, <laughs> so, and when I saw that, I was, because I'm like, there are millions of people online at the punch of your phone or your computer, they, you know, you have access to uh, them benefiting from this grace that God has richly blessed you with, you know. So, uh, <laughs> you know, but to see that this season has given, in fact, this season has given a maximum concentration to that platform that had been so ignored is I'm just praying that um, this ministries or the way everybody's engaging this platform right now does not disappear when this is over, you know, or does not calm down when this is over because that momentum has to be sustained. It's a season that God has given us to blend into um, uh, a generation, you know, a generation that um, has been left out. In this, in this season, mm -hmm. a lot of young people have been able to at least, like, let me even listen to what this, I mean, they, I mean, just because there's so much bombardment in that space, let me even listen to, let me, let me just give it a thought, or maybe by mistake, somehow, you know, mm -hmm. and, and prayerfully, God is doing a lot of things, people are giving their life to Christ, churches are even testifying now that their membership is growing, and all of that, you know, mm -hmm. like, these are the things, we're reaching more people than, than before, yeah than before you know so it's fascinating another thing is i'm sorry to, to cut you i'll let you talk and i love the sunday sunday morning now i sleep on sunday morning i just i watch my service myself and i'm taking notes with my family because i pre-record and premiere you know so i'm like wow don't tell anybody i like this <laughs> i love this this kind of sunday so, I think it also revealed certain, it, re it revealed our gaps, you know, mm. it, it revealed, I, I don't want to call them vulnerable because the body of Christ is not vulnerable because I mean, Christ is the head of the church, but I'll say our gap, you know, in terms of our operations on earth. Um, blind spots. Uh, um, so, blind spots, yeah. Yeah. The blind spots of the church, yeah. Because there are people who have believed that the presence of God only comes within the building. Like that anointing, mm. you know, you only feel it when you, yeah, there's a place for gathering. We should not forsake the, you know, the gathering of ourselves. That's important. But that mm -hmm. was not to substitute the place of you experiencing God in your living room. That's you right. experiencing, now 
now people can believe that if you touch the screen, you can receive a miracle, like you could follow, you could, <laughs> you could have all the expressions of the Holy Spirit in your room. Like you can decide to create the environment for God to mm. invade your space. So I think it's powerful that now families can dress up, sit down on their couch and attend Sunday service in their house, meaning they can experience God in their space. You know, other than we have to go there to experience it. Another thing is, um, it's it's also showing us that the Joshua's, the Joshua's, the Joshua's generation, do not have to depend on the methods of the Moses generation mm. to deal with the future that is that is ahead of them. So, you know, the the the. I believe that our fathers have done great. They've, they've, they've done so much. And based on the level of revelation that God has given to them, they've, they've done so much and they're still blessing us till today. But the truth is there are fresh insights that they may not even peak right now, just because a new season is on the rise. A new generation is on the rise. It was T.D. Jakes who said that um, for every, every generation deserves, every, every, every generation deserves a uh, every generation deserves a revelation something like that every generation runs with its own kind of revelation so just like our fathers um, were able to come to terms with certain things that were not correct with their own forefathers generation or uh, things that were not working things that were not okay that's how some of us are going to be finding out things that were not so perfect or were not so all right with the previous generation that cannot work in this time you know, the conversation yeah. is now very, very yeah. different. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, uh, we, you, you <laughs> let me give you an example. For instance, all those, all those, all those um, deacons and 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 um, and mother in Israel, you know, that only uh, function in within the church now see that there is need for them to go outside. You know, oh. now see that there are lots of work to do outside and sitting down in church, waiting for somebody to give an opportunity to preach. And you do oh. not preach for, for 20, 20 years. You've not climbed the pulpit and you are still called deacon and you're just comfortable there, whereas your platform is somewhere outside, is somewhere, some, you know. Yeah. Um, I think it's also revealing our approaches to the gospel, also showing us um, how we can do gospel more effectively, how we can reach people more effectively, how we can mm -hmm. follow up people more effectively, how we can yeah. impact people, how we can even with data check how impactful yeah. our ministries are, you know. So um, I would say these are some of, and then I would, I would say this for, I would say this for uh, maybe the last point that um, it has also revealed how socially irrelevant some churches had been over the years. Mm. So I said to a friend recently, I said, see, I'm not proud about a church that brags about billions in their account, you know, but in this season, their doors are closed. In this season, they are quiet. In this season, they are, you know, they're just doing things, you know, uh, they're, they're just doing things casually, taking it easy, managing things around. When, you know, there is there is demand to open those things and spread. This is a time to spread light. I usually see that uh, a, a church that lacks social relevance uh, was not the one that Jesus died for. You know, that's not the church that Jesus paid, you know, the price for. That was not the church he bought. So this is an opportunity for, even in this COVID, I feel like 
we should be on the streets. Like when I mean be on the street, not you know uh, exposing ourselves to um, whatever. I mean managing that, but like taking steps, going out there to reach out to 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 places, to areas where yeah. people ordinarily may not be able to go to. I feel like our job as kingdom people is as sensitive as the frontline people, as yeah. we call them. You know those yeah. that you know, like the military people, like the yeah. nurses and doctors. Mm -hmm. We are like, that's who we are right now. We you, are know, like you know you know, what we call the uh, the team at the LDC? So <laughs> we have a team of, so there's an, uh, an executive team, and then we have interns. We have several interns. Now. So they are called frontline soldiers. Right. So <laughs> frontline soldiers. And during this period, there are some of them that they've been on call mm. to deliver food. Uh, people, you know, call, they get food to your house, they mm -hmm. get, you know, even myself, they delivered some food to my own house too, you know, <laughs> during this period, you know, somebody was giving out African food, I, you know, I had on, the, on this show last week, giving out African food, you must, you must have seen it on the USA, saying, I got some good African food delivered to my house. So, so they're, you know, they're doing that and just standing there, they're delivering masks to people and all that. So just like you are saying, churches mm -hmm. can act, can be relevant. Yeah. Um, at this time. Yeah. Let, me, let me ask you guys this thing. I think it's very important for those uh, who are watching. So we're talking about being creative and innovative and strategic. Let me ask you, being creative people, how do you create an atmosphere for your own creativity? How do you get new ideas? You know, what, what's, you know how do you do it? How can people do it? Roti me. Yeah, so I, um, <clears throat> I, I personally take personal retreats um, where I go by myself. I'm, you know, previously, I would just hide out for about two days and just write. I'll take my journals, my music, I'll just plug in. I would pray and I would just download. I, and I also write music, so I would take my guitar with me and just, and just play and just get new songs. In fact, um, we, we do annual conferences or we've done annual conferences. Um, every, you know, we do, all the songs are original songs. And I get all those songs on my retreats when I just go and I turn off my phone. You don't do roti me. What is that you don't do? You sing, you do graphic design, you do you write music, you write books, you write poetry, you preach, you teach, you do. I'm like, ah, God, remember us now. Uh, I'm, I'm working on how to. Oh God! I'm working on how to fly now, so I've not, I've not been successful with that. But, like the day that God was creating, he was really busy that day. Like I'm going to pack everything inside this guy. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I, I find I create, I create a space where I retreat. Um. And when retreating, you're really advancing. You know, I always think about the arrow that you stretch it and then you release it. And the idea is just to find a quiet place where you can turn off all the noise. And this is the main noise making engine in, in our world. So I, I turn off my phone. Um, you know, my wife has a way that she can reach me. And she's the only one that can reach me when, for those two days. And I just take my journals and my books and I dedicate it to creating. The other thing that I do is I create a checklist of what I want to accomplish on my personal time. Um, and it's always very helpful, whether it's writing a new, maybe two, three chapters, maybe it's writing three songs, maybe it's reading a book, all of that I do it through in, in that session. The other thing also is just reading, and, and sometimes can attest to this, just reading, reading really opens up your mind, it opens up just being able to get knowledge from what other people's thoughts 
it really, really helps to be able to, um, to study and read. That really helps me with my creativity. I um, also do what I call mind mapping. Um, there are apps for it, but I like to write. I have, but I can show you, I have a bunch of multicolored pens, all kinds of colors. And I take, you know, just my, my journal and I start, I start writing and drawing lines and mapping different thoughts. It's really, really helped me organize myself, get new ideas and build them out. I have a preacher. Sure I have multi-million dollar companies in my journals that I'm just waiting for the right time to manifest that I've already, I've just built the framework in those sessions when I've taken my time to go out of, you know, my way to a quiet place. Just thinking about how Jesus would go up the mountain top to go pray and receive and download. It's just something yeah. like that. Yeah. So we have to be in position for creativity. That's right. You know, like it's, you know, they say they used to call the, the creative, uh, uh, what they say, the creative flow. They used to call them the muse in those days, you know, in that's, Greek that's mythology, right. <laughs> that the, Greek, the muse will come to you. And that's why we get the word music, amusement, you know, and so on. It was the muse that once the muse comes, then you, you get inspiration, but they also say that the muse, the muse comes to somebody who is already trying something or who is in position. That's when the muse will come. So we have to put ourselves in positions to be creative. Uh, success. How do you do it? Um, so first of all, I I would acknowledge the fact that um, not everybody is very high on is that high on creativity, you know. Um, so so sometimes it goes with personality so but everybody has the opportunity to create something everybody has talent and all of that to do whatever they want to do uh, but it varies from individuals to individuals those who um, I mean I don't know it, but it that's I would say one that's one of it because I've seen some like personality testing that attests um, to the fact that some people um, are very high on creativity and others, you know, some, some people, it's literally their strengths and all of that. But that's just one of the things. Um, like 100% on that scale. Wow. The reason why that has to be clarified is because some people might think, oh, because I'm not so high, or, or uh, uh, because this is not my strength, so... And all of that, you know, they all, or start feeling jealous, you know. Um, that... Like I'm feeling now. So people need to understand that if that is not your uh, core area of strength, you have your own area of strength, and you need to you need to love that as well, you know. Um, just the way these other people like there. So. Um, so that's one of the things to think about. Of course, reading and exposure also matters. You know, um, what you expose your mind to um, would determine the kind of things also that can come to your mind, that can evolve in your mind. You know, even in terms of what you're doing, you know, um, uh, uh, Rotimi is, is a, it's a creator kind of guy. And so if he exposes himself to more things that he had never seen before. It impacts his current creativity. Mm -hmm. You know, it impacts his conceptualization. You know, so those that's part of the exposure. Another thing is, you know, um, we are kingdom people. So I would say, I would say um, the spirit of God. And this is what I need. Um, you know, I, 
I don't have a problem with people speaking in tongues. I speak in tongues. I don't have problems with people falling on the chairs, uh, rolling on the floor, you know, uh, feeling all the fire, you know, um, that, 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 you know, as a sign that the spirit of God came in a place, you know, uh, but when I look at Joel chapter two, where it talks about the spirit of God, it says, I would pour out my spirit upon all flesh, speaking of this time, right? This, this last days, it says your sons and your sons shall uh, see visions, your old men shall dream, dream dreams, your daughters shall prophesy. When I think about that side of vision, you know, I, I see, I usually say that um, a core sign that the spirit of God visited a place was that he provided vision. He provided, meaning he provided ideas. He provided solution. He provided way out. He, 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 Your young man shall see vision. You know, when the spirit, you know. Yeah, yeah. something, something, not, I mean, you, whether you, it, for me, it doesn't make much sense falling on the chairs, breaking all the chairs, but nothing dropped in your spirit. If you don't say, you're going to have to pay for that chair. I mean, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, nothing, nothing, no, cre I mean, nothing creative dropped in. So I, for me, I'd seen that, for, for, uh, I'd seen that as a very, very powerful way of really tapping into creative things and mm. all of that. Um, also, like Rotimi had said, really taking time, taking yourself out of chaos and a lot of drama and some moment of stillness to really, really reflect, you know, your environment too, like um, notes and papers, like my room is, you know, I have all sorts of notepads, you know, recently I just got a Surface Pro X, you know, so I'm able to put, um, I, I, I bought it primarily just because of writing, I want to I want to because my I, I realized I had so much papers, notes, notes, and this notepad, that notepad, that notepad, and I need to put these things together, you know. So I I invested in a Surface Pro X so that I can use my pen, you know, my uh, stylus to make notes and have them saved into OneDrive. So if I want to reach out to whatever, and I know they are all there, I can always extract them. So creating you you know investing in technology that also facilitates that you know creativity also helps i just i just acquired a board for my room recently so i have a board where i i scribble some things i scribble out some things i want to get through i i draw charts i draw maps i draw all kinds of things to just help me see things That's, i mean for me i'm like <laughs> it's like the more you see the more you look the more you really need to see you know so um so that works that works for me. And sometimes just conversations as well. I've had conversations yeah. with people, with mentors, mm -hmm. with uh, friends, and like, yeah. wow, that's so powerful. And, you know, you just begin to see things differently. Um, so I would say for me, those are some of the ways that um, it has worked. Wow, thank you, thank you, thank you, both of you. I'm sure those who are watching us, they, they are picking up some tips for now they can tap into their creativity, whether they are like at, uh, Two over ten hundred on the scale, like me. Oh, they are close to what? No, hundred like you guys. Pastelan <laughs> is hundred and fifty. <laughs> <laughs> so, they are learning. So um, we're, we've got into the one hour mark of our discussion, and we're gonna be we're gonna just start wrapping up. Um, there are two things I still want us to do. The the last part will be I, I would like you guys to talk about the leading lights training again yes. and its impact on you because we're planning to organize an open house, a virtual uh, 
you know, taste of leading light, we're calling it on May 23rd for people. They can join from all over the world and they can have a taste of our, our Venture 101, the discovery mm-hmm. module for free. And uh, if you are watching right now, the place to register for that so that we can contact you is openhouse.theleadinglight.org. Openhouse.theleadinglight.org. If you go there, you see a simple form there where you can just put your name and our team will contact you. So we're going to talk about that. But there was one other question that I had for both of you. Um, do you guys read? What is the place of reading? You know, like in all in this, how is your, you know, just talk about, because I know a lot of people struggle to read, you know, and uh, I've seen some people who struggle to read that, you know, they overcame the struggle and they began to read a little more. What is the place of reading and strategic thinking and, um, you know, and creativity and all that? And, you know, the books that are, I mean, what, what can, how can people tap into it and develop that habit? Now, Rotimi, you can go. I was gonna say this is a question for success because you have <laughs> a, mil- a million See books. All those books behind him, right? <laughs> <laughs> he has a million books behind him. Um, no, I, um, I. So I, the, the way that I approach um, reading for me um, is that I, I usually take multiple books that I read in the season. I have to feel it and I have to want it, and then I just go for it, and then I dig into it, and I and I really enjoy reading. Um, so there are seasons when I'm studying, um, but let me say this. I learned something from Bishop Oyedepo last time he was in, uh, in, in Chicago. This was many years ago. He came to Chicago and he taught something that's never left him. He said that if you want to be successful in anything in life, go get knowledge in that particular area. Um, and so when, I, when we started working hard on, on the, the app business, I hired... Um, a couple of consultants to come in and they came in and they said a lot of cool stuff and I paid them a deposit and then they did nothing. Uh, they were asking me questions that I was expecting them to answer. And I, <laughs> and I realized that I could actually, instead of wasting my money, I could actually learn this thing myself. And so I invested myself into books, online videos, resources, just reading and studying strategically to be able to get the knowledge that I needed to build this part of the company. And that's what I do. So when I need information, I'll go and read everything and anything. But if you ask me to be like success and just read books, like four books per month or five books per month, I would not do it. I need to have a goal of this is what I'm looking for. You know, uh, same thing, my books use brands, um, just I have a brand dictionary, all the terms, you know, I, I have one for, I have multiple books on business development. Um, I, I read, uh, we just got the Chronicles of Narnia, the, the full version. I study Tolkien I, because I, I, write, I write books. I'm working on my next book now on purpose and another novel that's going to come at the end of the year. So I, I read all those things, but it helps when I, I know that it's for a purpose. But success is going to tell you, you have to read 10 books per month. So. <laughs> okay, so I'll try not to be ashamed. <laughs> shame us. Oh, yeah, shame us, my friend. um so while i was in my primary school nigeria primary school um i don't know what you call that now here but um elementary school school. so i um my church leaders used to whenever they wanted to give gifts 
any small anything that came around gift was a book and then um in fact i think it was when i was leaving primary school uh one of my gift was the man that god uses you know and um that changed my life by oswald j smith i was like why i'm a boy why is it why is it give you should make me a boy that god uses why is it give me a man <laughs> that god is <laughs> you know wow. seriously i read the book at the age of 18 and that was when i gave i consecrated my life over to god to everything i'm doing right now yes. i still really read the book yeah that's a very powerful book by henry no by oswald j smith j smith so oswald i am yeah. mm-hmm. so i am 12 years old you know and i'm getting a book like that then i got into secondary school and um uh one of these guys came up one day and gave me this book called Apostle of Faith. I'd never seen that before. In fact, he didn't, give me, he didn't give it to me. I just saw the book in his house and out of maybe because I've started liking books in a way. I said let me just read this book. He said okay. I didn't even know that Smith Wigglesworth was somebody's name. I didn't even know it was somebody's name. It was when I read like the first few chapters and I like wait. Oh, this is actually somebody's name. You know, so <laughs> but i was fascinated by it you know and then somewhere around you know college i went we went to uh wrote to me mentioned the edible and i was like oh my god is he about to say what's in my mind you know so <laughs> like okay uh he did say so i i i i was at this where this convention um edible started this thing then just mentoring um college students so college students from different parts of the country whether they were living faith or not they went to kenanland so the very first edition i was there and while that was going on he told somebody he did a teaching he said if you don't if you will not if you will not if you will not read you will not lead if you don't read you won't lead mm-hmm. you, he kept he kept stressing that thing the thing was like bam 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 <laughs> and then if and you thinking about it your either in leadership position or your move from one leadership position to another So what is he talking about? I mean you've been leading, you know, but we understood where, what he was talking about in terms of relevant in terms of being really really at it, you know, really really delivering impact, you know. So he sent someone to go to his storage to pick I mean to his uh, to his storage and, and uh, to bring his uh, his books, his handwritten notes. This was like September. These handwritten notes were this they were this big, were this thick. <laughs> and they were like 12 of them already like over 12 of them and this guy that carried it on the altar held it like this and he said these are my notes for the year i mean so far and the year has not ended so you like if me i have all this i am this busy and i can take all these notes and some of these notes i'm not even going to use it in the next 10 years i can do this then you know that you are playing with your life if you're not really <laughs> like he messed he, he made he made everybody feel very very foolish you know very, very like every people went back at that day you see the people were clearing books in Kenan land like students were people were buying books like crazy and since that that image has not left my mind that mm. that picture has not left me you know that if you see this man if you appreciate what the outcome he's delivering you have to you have to you have to enjoy you have to and you know engage in his practices as well you know so i began to to love that to to do that but i always advise that 
Um, but think about what you really, really want to do. Again, that thing comes down to really set, know, understand yourself very well, know where you're going to, because that is what now tells you the kind of information that you need to go for. That's what tells you the kind of, like I have, because, because I'm interested in government, I'm interested in leadership, I'm interested in education, I'm interested in um, a community development. So, so, my, so my library reflects majorly the things that i'm interested in and i think that you know you don't want to be in a space you don't want to just have books that are not relevant to you you know and um there are some books that you don't even need right now but you come across them you know um you have to be smart enough to pick them because you know you will need them you know and so that when the time comes you can actually you know do them but in the moment and in the interim anything that you know that 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 is relevant to what you're doing in the moment you go into it or even like you know like i used to like you want to dive deep into certain things for instance healing you you go for something you know you you bring up those materials and dive into them you want your faith is is dwindling and shaking anyhow you you bring those so but those things would keep your focus will keep you steady to want to go through these things you want to learn how to manage teams or manage stuff like that you get materials mm -hmm. on that that can encourage you um I'll, I'll 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 wrap up with this there was someone you know one of the one of the first times that um because I used to struggle then. I, you know, so long, you know, you guys will know this book. You know this was Ababio, Ababio. That's chemistry yeah. textbook. Oh yeah, the chemistry textbook. <laughs> I remember that <laughs> horrible book. So, so no, it wasn't horrible. It wasn't that. For me, you know, it's it's interesting that when I think about it, I've actually done chemistry, physics, and all of those kind of stuff, and um, um, I, I, I. I I, I used to have a problem with that textbook. I would strategize, develop a roadmap to start reading the book. I, I got tired of reading Ababio. You know, I don't know that it was this volume that was frustrating me or anything. This was like SS1, you know, and all of that. And um, somebody brought a book to me one day and I read that book. Wow. First, I just realized how ignorant I was. You know, <laughs> and the book, the book was actually about the fruits of the spirit, but the way the writer did it, it, it made it so relevant. It took it, it literally took it out of say Bible context and, and brought it to real life situation and expounded it with several real life examples. I, I couldn't like, for the first time in my life, I stayed on the book. I could not leave it. I, I, I pushed away all kinds of things just to stay on it. You know, that was part of what gave me the motivation to now go back to my barbie. You know, I fought it headlong as much as I could, you know. But um, somehow, what, what I'm saying that is, you, if you can find out a book that you, you know, that if you can find out something that, that interests you and go into it, um, the first book may be a struggle. The second may be a struggle. One might come along that sparks something in you that now makes you like, hey, Ah, man, so I don't know this much. I need to read this. Oh, I need to read that. Okay, I check this, check this, check this. Like, you know, you now realize that, oh, with several books, you can now start doing permutation and combination, you know, like, <laughs> and do several stuff and make meaning out of them, you know. So, uh, but the beauty is, the beauty is a time comes when you begin to sound the books that you've read, you know. Oh, you love begin that. To, sound the book. Mm, 
you begin to manifest what you've been storing. And, uh, and, and those moments you're like, wow, you know, and all of, it's so easy because you've internalized them because you've, you know, you might even think nothing is happening to you, but guess what? The Bible says that the spirit of God will bring to your remembrance those things that you've, you know, so. so Thank you so much. You know, so I, you know, I usually, I've been teaching my kids. Um, I tell them, I said, I say that, I say there's a way that you, you can live that you will always be above your mates, like you will always be ahead. I said, that has been my experience from growing up. And I said, let me tell you one of the secrets. One of the secrets is that from the time I knew myself, I, ho- I always had this hunger and a desire, and I always pursue knowledge beyond what I'm dealing with currently mm. and beyond what my mates are dealing with. Mm. So from primary school, elementary school, middle school, and so on, to high school, to university. When I'm talking, I'm always talking ahead. Like I'm always talking because I'm studying something new. And I've learned over time, even now, that in leadership, you must, if you are truly going to lead, you must always be, be ahead of people. You must be ahead of people in knowledge, in wisdom. Not that you're going to know everything. You're going to learn from people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but you must go where you are taking people. You can't take people to where you've not been to. So, I discovered this secret that um, our, our minds are really, really very powerful. Like you can actually, they can do really wonderful stuff. God gave it to us and you can really mm. do a whole lot of things when you really, really charge them. True. So I also discovered that, that you, you know, if you can, what if you can get other people's minds, not just your own and yeah, add it to your own? What kind of person are you going to be? So now it's not possible for us to, you know, to switch ads or transfer. Maybe sometimes it's going to happen. Elon Musk is now working on something right now. You know, Neural something. He's calling the company mm. Neural, Neuralink. So now we'll be able to, to, you know, to start connecting something to our brains and so on. That's one of the things he's working on recently. So mm. now, but one of the ways you can, you can get other people's minds and add it to your own is through books. Especially if you if you read uh, books that are topical, books that speak to their you know emotions, also and biographies. So over time, that's one of the things I do. So when I am living or when I'm talking or when I'm doing anything, I'm talking beyond just land. You know, I'm talking like a compendium of interactions with all kinds of people. So and also try to read, you know, write, just read widely. In different areas, you know, uh, follow your passion, of course, because you will not enjoy it if it doesn't, if it's not something that you are passionate about. You know, you go for it and you read, read uh, maybe one chapter a day, one page a day, or one chapter a week, but make sure you are reading because your brain cells multiply based on use. Mm. They don't deplete, they deplete when you don't use. So you fire neurons. With any kind of knowledge of what you are reading, you are firing up new neurons. You know, they call this neuroplasticity, yeah. you know, in, uh, in neuroscience. That, you know, before they used to think that the brain is all made when you are grown up. But they now discover right now that the brain is constantly remaking itself based on the knowledge that you are inputting into it. So if you go and learn something new right now, your brain will start creating new neural pathways to make sure that that is also a part of you. So I want to encourage everybody watching, uh, no matter your level of interest in reading, uh, that you take some time to read. Take time to read. You know, relax, read poetry, read um, 
fiction, read you know, in the area of your career, but read beyond that. Just read about the issue that you're facing right now, how people handling it. You know, just you know, just read that way. I think it's going to bless you. All right. So the the last question for both of you. So the leading life training. I want to. I want to go. Oh, you have something to say. Yeah. yeah let me add something to what you just said. Now there are people, of course. It, it's 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 not a, it it's not that easy. You know, it's not. It's, <laughs> well, there are people who enjoy reading all two four seven. You know, but um, um. So the point is, if you if if you if you tried it and it didn't work, try again. You know, if you tried it, mm-hmm. if I, one of the things you can do is go online. Just Google what are the importance of reading. <laughs> Give yourself some motivation. Like find out. Maybe maybe this can add some significant value to me. You know, I mean, for me, that's one of the ways I motivate myself. How do I challenge myself to do something? Go question Google as to. Why is it important? How valuable is this thing? Then if you, and also think about it, what kind of impact do you want to make? Is it this small? Does it, I mean, if you want to make an impact on a city, that's fine. There's a level of reading that, that can impact a city. If you want to impact a nation, there's a, there's a level of reading that will make that kind of, you want to, you can't say you want to, you want to impact the globe. We are a global wonder. You are a global giant. You are a, yeah, global, global, <laughs> and um, <laughs> you are not—it's a—it doesn't work like that. So um, those things become like activators; they become encouragement, they become um, inspiration for you to go for it, for you to try again. If perhaps the first time you almost gave up, it didn't work. If you hated it, you know, yeah. So yeah, success is so wise for all the single ladies that are watching. He's the only single man on this podcast. <laughs> 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 so you see our ring. So he's the only one that you know doesn't have a, a bad yet. So please uh, send send me an email. I'm his uh, you know producer, director, manager. <laughs> <laughs> we should do an we'll online some consideration. We should do an online uh, dating show for success. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, so I mean, reading is very. I mean, it's just it's, it's just wonderful. It's just something that everybody needs needs to get into. So I was going to uh, our last question. This question. So you guys did a little live stream organized by the Live Development Center. Live Development Center is the one organizing this broadcast too. Uh, there are people in the back end, you know, working to make this happen at the LDC team. I want to appreciate the LDC team uh, for all the things that they are doing. So what was the impact of Leading Lights on you? And what would you say to somebody who is watching right now, who is thinking, should I do this open house, you know, or not? You know, what would you say? Help me encourage people. Uh, wrote to me. Yeah. Um, I would tell you that it is the singular, after salvation, it is the singular most important thing that you need to do. And I mean that because, you know, I was teaching on Saturday that one of the reasons why we have to talk about discovering our purpose is because we're mortal. We, we die. And so because our time on earth is, is really numbered in a sense, um, the Bible says that teach us to number our days so we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. 
the reason why this is critical is that it is important for you to live a life of purpose. And discovering your purpose is the key that unlocks all these things that we talk about, fulfillment, leaving a lasting legacy behind. And I was able to, even though I found my purpose many, many, many years ago, what really gave me the structure of how to pursue my purpose and live in the fullness of my purpose was being part of the Leading Lights program. Um, it gave me, it opened up my, my, my world. It gave me just a way to articulate all that, whatever it was, to be able to present it into a format that I could take action on. So it isn't just one of those programs where you get great information, like and you get that conference high and then you go and then you forget about it. No, you're actually going to create um, what I personally call, you know, your, your, your personal life um, plan. It helps you to be able to articulate uh, your, your mission statement, your life purpose statement. It, 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 you would go even as far, you know, as, as writing a letter to whoever, you know, you see as your mentor. This it's practical, it is powerful, and it's really literally changed my life. Um, some of the things that I was trying to understand in terms of um, my shape, the way that God has designed me, um, came to light at... Um, at, at leading lights. Another you, cool thing you about it. a little bit, wrote to me because you were teaching yes. on Sunday and I was watching your broadcast. I was learning a lot. I was taking notes. Wow. wow. Especially, I love your PPPPP, those PPs. Yeah. It was like some of the thoughts that, you know, we teach in leading light and, you know, that I usually teach, you put it in very concise. Can you talk about those P's? Of Absolutely. I know your yeah. book is coming out on it. Guys, uh, there's a book coming out called Purpose is Calling that Rotim is about to release uh, in the summer. So it's, I believe it's going to be a powerful book. I'm looking forward to it. You know, just tell us about those PPPP things. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Pastor Lan. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm releasing that. I'm also working on um, a follow-up book called, um, that, I don't know what title it is, but it's going to be about purpose theory. Um, because I believe that purpose should be taught as a discipline. We teach science, we teach geography, we teach biology. Um, what those things don't answer is the purpose and the why. Why do we exist? They help us understand, science helps us understand, you know, how to interact with life, how to explain, you know, gravity and all these laws and try to use data and facts to help us interpret life. But science fails, really, in explaining why. We can explain why the sun rises up, you know, and sets. We can explain why if you throw something up, it will come down. But... Science doesn't really explain why do we have those things? Why is it that we can breathe? Why is it that we die? You know, like really understanding purpose. So my, my goal, and I feel like my life's calling really is to help people learn about their purpose. And so I'm creating a program around purpose and, and I, you know, I've been able to create, just put together different P's that really help you navigate your purpose. Um, one of them is your past. Um, the other one is your path. And one that is really, really powerful is your pull. For some of you, there are certain things that people have been pulling out of you. It could be information, it could be knowledge, it could be support. And you keep asking yourself, why do people keep coming to me for this? I'm not even remotely qualified to provide this service. But people keep coming to me. People keep coming and pulling stuff out of me. I call them purpose pointers. These are things that help you, that help point to your purpose. And there are many more P's. So you there's your past. There's your past. Your pool. Your pool. 
P-U-L-L. So the pole. Okay, okay, I know you had the pole. So there's there's also um pain that many people have gone through all kinds of of pain in their past that God has turned it around into a platform for their purpose. Um there there is what I call the path or the process when you're going through a particular season that God is using to shape you to become who he has called you to be. Um, the perfect person that kind of presents all these P's is Joseph. You know, he has many P's as well, uh, which I talk about as well. The prison, you know, <laughs> uh, Potiphar's house and prime minister. Yeah. So, but yeah, you know, it's like God was just trying to mm. present this map to yeah. really understanding how he prepares us right from his past when he had those dreams mm-hmm. to, the, you know, suffering, the punishment that he went through. Um, other P's um, also um, would be your passions. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we think our purpose is our passion, but purpose is deeper than passion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so passion is there, um, your pull. And then also prayer is another P that's really critical. If you're going to figure out your life, it's best to go back to who created you. Mm-hmm. And so even in my, in, my, in my purpose theory that I'm putting together, we're going to be using data to analyze if there is truly a God or not. So we're yeah, really going to go into science and we're going to dig deep into data and looking at all this mm-hmm. stuff and the universe. And when, do, um, when is the broadcast? Can you tell people the broadcast you so, are doing weekly now? Thank you, Pastor. So it's called Purpose Sessions. It's going to be every Saturday at 11 a.m. Sorry, 10 a.m. Central and 7 p.m. Central. Every Saturday. We're going to, we're going to it's all donations supported. It's free. Um, go to purposesessions.eventbrite.com if you want to donate to register. Um, but we're really helping people find purpose, and that's what gets me excited. I mean, you should see where Pastor Dan is teaching, leading like three days um, yeah. nonstop, and he's he just keeps going. <laughs> it's like an engine. <laughs> that, that's what when you step into the place of your purpose, you step into the place of your power, mm-hmm. you know. And people will ask, "How do you do what you do?" But that's mm-hmm. really because you're operating, you know, in the place that God has called you to operate in. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Rotimi, success. So your leading light uh, uh, experience and encouragement to those who are watching. Remember, those, who are, those of you who are watching, openhouse.theleadinglights.org. Registered May 23rd. We're going to be having a taste of leading light for everybody from anywhere you are in the world. You can join. We're going to be delivering it virtually. Yeah, so success. So, um, I mean, I've always been very fascinated about subject of purpose. Um, in my school, in fact, uh, my, my first school in Orlando, um, an entire class, the class is called SLS, just like Rotimi says that um, he believes these things should be taught. An entire class, you know, um, was dedicated to it. For the first time, I was like, wow. So this thing can actually be a part of core curriculum, core requirement for mm-hmm. graduating from that school. You must take the class three credit load. And my professor, I would say that professor is my, I still call her my favorite professor till today. Mm -hmm. The way she dealt with it and all of that. And um, there were systems in school. They were like, they they had labs for tons of psychometric tests, Mm -hmm. you know, that were very, very like, I'm I'm like, so when I see people and they're like, they don't know what they want to do. I'm like, wow. Is it that I was just the only one who experienced this kind of thing in an, in an American school? Let me even say America's first, you know, uh, because schools should actually support you to do that. I, I've met people on the plane, you know, I wonder I was flying in, uh, I don't know where I was going to, but I met this final year student, you know, who 
was still trying to figure out what she was going to do. And I was like, you're almost graduating. Mm-hmm. You're not sure about what you want to do. Mm-hmm. While there, there, are ton people, there are tons of excuses people can give to it. Um, or tons of reasons why people feel they, they're not, you know, they're not there, they don't know yet. I say that you can start doing something about it. You can start digging in. You can start, it's perhaps your most important assignment first mm-hmm. to find that, you know, so that your life is making sense to you. Mm-hmm. You know, people can say, um, oh, why is, are we, are, some people might be interpreting, oh, is, lead, is the program we're just talking about now, the Leading Life program, is it a purpose program or something? Mm-hmm. Some people might be thinking like that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it is the core of it. It is the core of it. And, um, uh, and Pastor, Lam, Pastor Lam does such a, 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 yeah. a perfect job. I would say, sir, the, what was different about Pastor Lam's own from <laughs> every purpose session I have ever attended was that Pastor Lam took his time to unpack every part of it. Mm. That's what the entire weekend is about, like unpacking every part of it that you you have to leave the place knowing you know what you're about Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's the thing like i've never had such a program that can decipher that stuff in three days like is it three days or so and put it in your name you know your name too yes (laughs) oh my god that's a lot is i I don't (laughs) i don't i don't know that one i was just borrowing it from rooting me I took a little part of that creativity. Atalan, there is no way, there is no way we'll be able to explain what you just talked about very well. The people need to come experience yeah, you have life. to experience it. Atalan will turn the names of people. I mean, everybody, let's assume there are 30 people who are taking the mm-hmm. class. Everybody's name, Atalan will create an amazing inspiration out of your name for you. Like in an acronym mm-hmm. version, you know. And it, it fascinates everybody. And these are people that have probably never met Barcelona before, mm-hmm. you know, and it con- it would connect with you. That's the, that's the juju side of it. You know, it connects with, <laughs> it connects with you. You can resonate with it. For those who don't understand juju, it, it's a slang word for jazz, you know. <laughs> the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The anointing of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Uh, but sir, I want to point something out very clearly that the the, the gap of purpose is the reason for competition, mm. is the reason for jealousy. Think about like mm. the simple case yeah. of uh, Joseph and his brothers. If those guys knew what their lives were about, if they also knew that, see, they had they were their part purpose. of the twelve tribes of Israel. They all had their purpose. They you had know? Their purpose. If they are taught deeply about that. They mm-hmm. perhaps would not had had any reason to be jealous with Joseph to mm. think ill of you. In fact, they would have collaborated with him. Wow! See, um, we are twelve tribes. We would need somebody to actually go into and be, <laughs> you 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 know there would have been it would have been collaboration, not competition. Yeah. You know, if they all understood that they had their place and were comfortable in their places too. Mm-hmm. You know, people really need to see that. See, we are a pit. We are it's just like pizza. We are a part of the pie. We're part of the entire store. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, so it's not always yeah. about me. I'm a part of it. Even God has said that we prophesy in part. So we can't see everything. So we have our place, our part to play. Um, there was something that Pastor Lan did that I really, really, um, I, I, I think it was in... Um, 
uh, he did something on uh, uh, the priesthood and kingship, you yeah. know, mm -hmm. um, where he is shared with us how that, um, you know, God has made us kings and priests. We're to function both as spiritual people and as kingdom people being relevant and all of that and influencing our world. I think that that, that part alone, you know, mm -hmm. can shift a lot of dynamics for a lot of people. So let me give you an example, sir. Um, we have, a, we have, if you look at maybe music directors or uh, choir people around, why is it? That's one part of the church that is highly, highly underutilized. So you have mm -hmm. thousands of people who are, you know, coming to church, they spend a whole lot of hours doing choir rehearsals and stuff. When you think about it, nobody is functioning. I mean, very few have the capacity to function as, um, as kings, meaning as people in the, as music people in the place. Some, yeah. of them have even, some of them have even said that, oh, no, 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 gospel music does not sell. I say they don't understand the gospel. Mm. They don't know, because the, I, there was one day I told, I told one, <laughs> I told one music director one day, I said, see, Michael Jackson did more gospel than a lot of you people. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, and I said, and I said, you do not have to be a Christian to do gospel music. You don't, you don't even have to, you know, it's the good news you're spreading. It, yeah. I mean, in the world today, peace is yeah. good news. Yes. Healing yeah. is good yeah. news. Mm -hmm. um, um, uh, uh, justice is good news. Yes. So, but the problem is that we have church people who feel that uh, if their songs do not contain the blood of Jesus, the love of Jesus, the Holy Spirit, they, they feel like that is not gospel. Mm -hmm. And because mm. of that, we're losing a critical space in the world. And then people are like always saying, oh, uh, Jesus is making millions of... And some people, have gone so, some people have gone so low to say that uh, it's Illuminati that is making them money. I mean, I'm like, Illuminati and the God that you serve. Are they lit? You know? <laughs> so, are they... Are they, are they yeah. You know, so we have something. So, so that teaching alone to help to shift our minds. Yeah. So, this is so important because if if Mark Zuckerberg had been in some of our churches, they will condemn him to Bible school, Bible Sunday school class. You know, he'll be, he'll be struggling there to keep up with with mm. with, with what's going on. Yeah. You know, when he has relevant in in the social space. Yeah. Another, another, another part of it that made sense to me was where you, where you talked about um, time management. Mm -hmm. Time management with, you said we should depart daily, we should withdraw weekly, we mm -hmm. should that, oh my. Move monthly, abandon annually. Abandon <laughs> annually, like yeah. how to create time to breathe. Mm -hmm. Like what is happening now in this, this is the first time, so this is what they call abandon, you know. Mm -hmm. right? <laughs> abandon for for two months <laughs> you know like your hands are off quite a number of things to be able to bring your spirit soul and but the bible says he restored my soul that is mm. a place of rest yeah. right mm. and then i think it was pastor omo who did a teaching on uh implementation mm -hmm. so people have all sorts of visions and passions and all kinds of things that they want to do, but no kickstarting, no movement, no, mm -hmm. and all of that. And yeah. then 
they, they have they have the mission they have the vision you know mm-hmm. uh they and all of that but pastor omar did a fantastic job on implementation from how you develop systems to structure your leadership building relation really you know there is this part of it that pastor Lan, i'm still even trying to build that one today because it's hard but it's important but i've had a few people who are already in that space and it's been a blessing people that can pray for you mm-hmm. mm. yeah see you see pastors right a lot of a lot of people i mean a lot of pastors have people praying for them mm-hmm. they have a lot of people interceding for them you know fighting battles prayers and all of that but you that nobody knows you yet yeah you're trying to leave the ground mm-hmm. and what you're trying to you're trying to take off and some of the things that you want to take on yeah. the devils in those territories are more than the ones that your pastor is dealing with mm-hmm. you know? yeah so and you, and you say you just want to jump into it you have to find people that can support you in prayers, who can, you know, who understands the calling on you, who understands, have an idea of yeah. what you're up to. I mean, I, this is just a little bit of some of the things that comes, it just comes to life during these sessions that um, happens at Leading Line. I am personally even looking forward to coming to do like a refresh. I just go. Yeah, and- you flew from Florida to come and do it. Yeah. From yeah. Florida to come do it. But now people don't have to fly now. They, you know, wherever they are, they can join this open house, you know. Mm-hmm. We've so- taken it to 12 nations now. And, you know, there are people who wow. are doing it and making impact, who've mm-hmm. done it, making impact and all that. There's a network around it. So you, now really- we too, we can also, you know, do some relaxing and teach it, you know, from, yeah. from where we are. So I want to encourage everybody that is watching us and if, or even know somebody um, who can benefit from it, please um, go to openhouse.theleadinglights.org. Open house. I know they are posting it in the underneath the, the Facebook chat. So openhouse.theleadinglights.org and you know just join us for, for the uh, for the upcoming open house on May 23rd. Our team will contact you and they get you the information you need. Wow. You guys, we've we've spent almost two hours. It's you know, it's wow. time flies when you're having fun. Like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. That was a really, really engaging, beautiful discussion. I really enjoyed it, and I, I know those who are following us, you know, they really enjoyed the discussion. Thank you for sharing your heart. Thank you for sharing your your passion, your knowledge, your wisdom with us. Uh, we're gonna do this again, so. You know, there's still a lot more to talk about, but I really appreciate you for joining us uh, today. You. And I pray for both of you that God will continue to increase you, Amen. establish you, and cause his will for you to come to pass and give you peace and grace uh, in, in everything that you do. I want to thank those who joined us uh, on Facebook also um, today. God bless you. Uh, we came in with a particular song. You know, I want us to go out. That song has really ministered to me. We're going to go out with it. So when we say bye-bye to every one of you, we'll have that song playing. And, you know, after it, we will end the live broadcast. So can we just say some bye-bye to, to them? Yeah. So. Thank you so, so much, Pastor Lan. Uh, this was phenomenal. Thank you so much for just helping to, for many, many years, a lot of people don't know this, but, Pastor Lan is part of my story forever. Um, many years ago, when I first discovered my, my calling, um, he was the one who helped register my domain name. He was in the US, then I was in Nigeria. And you know, I didn't, even, didn't even know why. I mean, we had not met at that time, but he's just someone that has just been my mentor, um, which I don't say of, but I don't think I say that about anyone else. Um, and he's always been there. 
um, through everything. So I'm so grateful to you, sir, for as you continue to lead and allow us to follow. Um, and I just want to say to you, if you're watching that, you know, please sign up. This is such a life-changing opportunity for you guys. There's a huge alumni <laughs> all over the world, and you get to be part of that amazing family. And it's, it's really, it's just life-changing. Um, so I definitely want to encourage you to be, to be part of it. Thank you, Rotimi. Thank you. And thank you, Success, for inspiring me to go and buy more books. Because <laughs> I'm jealous. <laughs> just, just the picture behind him is intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> Success, your last word, just um, one minute or less. Uh, man, this one wrote to me, talked about how he met Pastor Lap, but, you know, I would say that conversation, you know, my, for m mine is really, really deep because I probably wouldn't even be in the U.S. today if mm. um, um, my path didn't cross with Pastor Lan um, in such a very strategic way, strategic way. I, I don't think I would be in the U.S. today, honestly, because... Um, he was part of my decision-making process, you know, uh, to that. Um, I'm not this person who just gets out of the country, who just jets out just because uh, maybe it's happening somewhere or it's better somewhere. In fact, I didn't want to come to the U.S., you know, uh, when it started coming up to me that and all of that. In fact, <laughs> I say I fasted and prayed twice, you know, against it. So that, so that because I knew I didn't, I didn't know how I was, was going to process that. You know how that was going to happen and what the, for what reason but um pastor sam my pastor um told me once you get to the u.s i want you to meet a friend of mine uh pastor lan and that connection the first day i met pastor i mean it just popped up all kinds of things and pastor pastor like, sam sent me a message today when he saw this uh thing oh wow yeah <laughs> i sent it to my network and so he saw the <laughs> the flyer and he just you know that's pastor samoye in abuja so he yeah. sent okay. me a message you know to encourage you guys that you guys are doing great stuff yeah. wow thank you you know so that that really changed my i'm one of these days, I'm going to really talk about that because my journey in America, I've been, I mean, I've been a bundle of stories, like shocking stories. I'm, I'm in the works now. I'm writing, a, I'm writing a book, a personal land story. I mean, there are names that most that you would find elaborately in those books and, um, and, and draw inspiration from that. You know, it, it teaches me how important people are to our lives. You know, so um, thank you so much, Pastor Land, for your impact. Thank you so much for being there. I, I, um, <laughs> I, I value you a lot. I, I cherish you so much. I love your family. Um, thank you for being such a blessing to me. I, oh my God! Every time I had a problem at the airport, one time, you know. So that's a story for another day. But I mean, I, I one day we'll. Pastor and I will probably come share all of these funny stories online. <laughs> Maybe when the book is going to be out, we're going to talk about some of those kind of things. But interesting stories and a wonderful, wonderful implication of just having people like Pastor Lan in your life. And if, if Pastor Lan had impacted a lot of lives around the Pastor Lan has impacted a lot of lives around the world. And that inspires me all the time. Like you see Pastor Lan today in high tech environment, the next thing you're seeing him in a village with cows and horses. <laughs> <laughs> all, all, you know, taking these lights to every different parts of the world. And I'm like, wow. You know, you just you look at it and you've not even started. So you're like, you know, it's good. It's good. Thank you so much, sir. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, both of you, for such encouraging words. Sir. 
I appreciate it so much. I love you guys, and I believe I believe in you guys, and you can always count on my support. That I will, I will be there. I mean, I will be. I will cheer you on. Um, anything that you are doing, I will be there. I will cheer you on. So, I'm really proud of both of you. I mean, you guys have taught me a lot too, mm. and um, I'm glad. I'm glad to know you guys. I'm privileged. So let's let's keep shining. So thank you everybody for joining us. We're going to end with that song again. So, you know, enjoy. Um, we'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow we're going to be having a panel from Nigeria, Leading Light Lagos. So we have some amazing guys are going to be talking tomorrow. You know, we have one that is using chess to teach people in villages and is now taking it around villages, you know, around the world and all that to teach kids. We have, you know, just all kinds of people uh, who went through the Leading Light training in Nigeria. So we're going to be meeting, uh, we're going to be coming on live at the same time on Facebook uh, tomorrow at 2 p.m. So thank you so much, everybody. Let's, you know, let's enjoy this song as we end this, um, you know, like as we end this, this show. Thanks for listening to The Glow Podcast. We trust you were blessed and inspired. For more content from Dr. Land, visit our website at www.pastorland.com and follow at Pastor Land on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Keep glowing. See you next time.